Well, it's a beautiful mashallah. It's a beautiful mashallah. Uh, Wednesday morning, and our beloved honorable Ustad is with me this beautiful Wednesday morning, the 30th of Jumad al Ula. 1440. Let's go to our beloved honorable Ustad. Ustad, it's another Wednesday morning. Everyone looking forward for you this morning, Ustad. Ustad, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallahu khairan, Mawlana Arafat. Barakallahu fikum to our engineers, brother Junaid Khan and brother Riyaz Hussein. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Rahim. Before we commence, Today in South Africa is the 30th of Jumad al-Ula. Hence tonight, inshallah, after Maghrib, will be the first of Jumad al-Ukhra. And we should all try and read the dua. The dua we should read, Allahu Akbar, Hilalu Khairin wa Rushdin. O Almighty Allah, Jalla make this month of Jumad al-Ukhra which will commence tonight, inshallah, a month of khair and goodness, warushdin, and a month of righteousness. The dua is mentioned in Abu Dawood, hilalu khairin warushdin. Secondly, remember on a Wednesday, after Zohar Salat, the duas are accepted, and this is mentioned by Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah, in his work, which is called Al-Adabul Mufrad, and this is authentic hadith, Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made dua, supplicated to all Mighty Allah Jalla wala, during the battle of Khandaq, the trench, and that was just outside Medina Munawwara. And lo and behold, on Wednesday in the afternoon after Zohar, the duas were and the supplications were accepted. So therefore, each one of us, after you have performed your Zohar Salat, read your two sunnat muakkada and thereafter read two rakat nafil as well, then raise your hands, make dua to Almighty Allah, and Almighty Allah Jalla will fulfill our needs and remove all the problems, inshallah, that we are experiencing individually, collectively, globally. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم Today we focus on Suratul Furqan, the criterion. Furqan means where you draw a distinguishing line, where you use a dichotomy between حق and باطل, between truth and falsehood. And this is chapter 25 of the Noble Quran, and it comprises 77 verses revealed in Makkah Mukarramah. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala says, Nazzal al-Furqana ala abadihi. That Allah revealed this Quran Sharif piecemeal gradually on his servant Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so that Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will be the warner for the entire creation and remember that the message is for all times and all places so that is Islam it is there for all times and all places. The non-Muslims who did not want to accept Mustafa sallam, the message of Islam, now they would look for excuses. They would say, مَا لِهَذَا الرَّسُولِ يَأَكُلُ الطَّعَامِ وَيَمْشِي فِي الْأَسْوَاقِ That he is eating, consuming food, walking around in the market, in the bazaar. 
So when they are not prepared to accept the truth, they will always cite some petty excuse. Agar tu to bahane hazar. If you don't want to do something, then always you will give thousand excuses. Almighty Allah Jalla Allah tells us that the people today they take friends, but sometimes that friend become a curse. He takes us towards drugs, takes us towards kufr and blasphemy and shirk and polytheism. So the Zalim, he will be chewing his fingertips and his fingers and hands. Yaqul, he will say on day of Qiyamah, That how I wish I should have taken the path of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya waylata, woe to me, destruction to me. Laytani lam attakhidh fulanan khalila. How I wish I should not have taken such a person to be my friend. But alas, it's too late. Therefore, mingle and associate less with people and just make salam and continue because majority of the friends, they will take us on the path of destruction. O Muslim of today, see Surah 25, Surah Furqan, verse number 30. Almighty Allah telling us how Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam complained to Almighty Allah wa qala rasul and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying Ya Rabbi, O my beloved Allah inna qawmi ittakhadu hadha al-Qur'an mahjura my people they have abandoned and neglected the Qur'an Sharif how much Qur'an Sharif have you read my brother, my sister from last year Ramadan till now, remember only three months left now for Ramadan. And today is already the first of Jumad al-Ukhra in Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwara, Majjid aqsa South Africa will be tonight and tomorrow will be the first. So ask ourselves, are we reading Quran Sharif only during Ramadan? So therefore we need to understand that the Qur'an Sharif must be read daily. Then insha'Allah, all Allah special mercy will descend on that person there. Today you find people are so worried that their children, grandchildren are not married. They're 25, 30, 40, 50 years old. So here is one verse. Learn it, by heart it, memorize it, O parents, O grandparents, and read this dua abundantly. Surah 25, Surah Furqan, verse number 54. Verse 54. He Almighty Allah created this human being from the semen and sperm. And he all made for us our lineage. So we have our biological parents and then he made in-laws for us. We get married to that lady. The lady gets married to that male. And then we find that we have in-laws. A great bounty and favor of all. So read this dua, O parents, grandparents, for your children, grandchildren. And inshallah, they will get married very, very soon. Soon. In the ending, Almighty Allah Jalla mentions the qualities of the true believers on this earth. Wa ibadur Rahman, the true slaves and servants of Allah. 
first quality, yamshuna alal ardi hawna, that they walk on this earth with humility. So remember, what is humility? We don't walk with pride, our chest out, and we think there's nobody like us. That is when all Allah's wrath and anger descends. Last night I ate tafsir in Jami Masjid, and then the person came to drop me, brought me in a Porsche, you know. So I asked him that you bought a very smart car and so forth and whatever you. So we drive this type of cars, Porsche, Ferrari, whatever, no problem. But if we are using them so that we want to show off to people that I am Mr. Somebody and there's no one like me, then remember that also smacks of pride and arrogance. So we need to be very careful regarding that. وَإِذَا خَاتَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ قَالُوا سَلَامًا And when jahil, ignorant people meet, just make salam. They're not interested in the truth. They are bent on their evil. So don't waste time with them. It is an exercise in futility. So just make salam and carry on. True believers, وَالَّذِينَ يَبِيتُونَ لِرَبِّهِمْ سُجَّدًا وَقِيَامًا Night time, they engage in tahajjud. Sometimes they are in sajda, crying, begging Allah. Sometimes in that standing posture, this tahajjud, salah, two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock, depending on the season. It's such a great salat, it develops our iman and it builds up our ikhlas and sincerity and ta'alluq Allah, our direct connection with all Allah Then the dua they are making, Rabbana surif anna adhab jahannam. Ya Allah, the chastisement, punishment of the hellfire diverted so I don't see it and I never enter it. Almighty Allah speaks about how you should be spending. When they spend, then they don't go to there where they're squandering their wealth. They are not so miserly and stingy. They are the ones who are in between. O Muslim, all of us have committed sins, minor sins, major sins. See how all Allah is motivating us. Muslim must be that one, that he does not associate, ascribe anybody, anything to all Allah. Have not committed murder, wala yasnoon, never committed fornication, adultery. And if a person did that, so remember the severe punishment for that person. Illa man taba wa amana wa amila amalan saliha. But if the person makes toba, he has true iman. He continues with that righteous deeds and actions. فَأُولَاكَ يُبَدِّلُ اللَّهُ سَيِّعَاتِ hasanat. Allah Ta'ala replaces the vices with virtue. So that vices are expunged and only virtue remains. Which bank will tell you or me that you owe me million rand and now I will take that million rand away and replace it with million rand credit? No one will do that. But this is Allah. Allah knows our sincerity, our intention, our motive. If we are crying, begging, we don't go back to those vices, then Almighty Allah turns the vices into virtue. Then when people pass places where there's music, where there's vices going on, وَإِذَا مَرُّوا بِاللَّغْوِ مَرُّوا kirama. Sometime you go to the to the supermarket and the band is playing there, the music is blaring there. You don't have to look at them, just walk past, go purchase all your merchandise and come back. 
So remember, Imam Abu Hanifa used this verse to prove that music, musical instruments are not permissible. Then the famous one, so much tension, conflict between husband, wife, parents, children, every father, every mother, every person, married, not married, read this dua daily. Surah 25, verse 74. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata ayunyu wajalna lil muttaqina imama. O oh Allah, grant that such spouses. Ya Allah, grant that such progeny and children and offspring that are the coolness of the eyes. When we look at them, they bring joy to us. imama. Ya Allah, make us the imam and the leader of the pious people. To ask for leadership in Islam is not good. But yeah, we're saying lil muttaqin for the pious people. So if you want to become the leader for the pious, you yourself will have to become pious. So it means that the dua has got twofold benefit. Then when people have these qualities, they go to Jannah and paradise and dwell there and stay there forever. I told you, Wednesday afternoon, duas are accepted. Tahajjud time, duas are accepted. Allah Ta'ala is warning me and you. Look at the last verse of Surah 25, Surah Furqan, Surah 25, verse 77. Husband wife have argument. Husband tells the wife, you do my way or you catch the highway. Allah is telling us that if you don't make dua, by human being, every day I tell Mona Arafat, give me 50 rand, give me 100 rand, give me 1,000 rand. Definitely after one week to one month, he'll say, go from here, I don't have. So for our own children, we won't give every day so much. So remember that but Allah is the direct opposite. The more we beg and beseech Almighty Allah, the more beloved we become. So see the warning. Qul rabbi Allah is not concerned about you. Is not bothered about you. If you don't make dua. Allah Ta'ala's anger descends on that person who does not beg Allah. Hadith in Mishka Sharif Mustanda Ahmad. Mallam yas'alillah yaghdab The one who does not beg Allah. Then remember Allah's wrath and anger descends. May Allah make us of those who beg and beseech Almighty Allah. Allah give us tawfiq. Ten minutes to five, you are listening to a Safina to Ilal Jannah. We go this morning to a new listener, Ustad. Uh, this is from, I'm reading the, 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 the question, from Ummi Raisa from Davalias, Ustad. Assalamu alaikum, respected honorable Mufti Sab. It's so nice to listen to Mufti Sab's voice once again in Molana Hatia. Mufti Sab, my question is if someone utters a curse in the heat of anger and pain and later realizes that someone gave her the wrong information, and that person they cursed, doesn't deserve it. What should that person do? From the values of that? Nabi sallallahu, jazakallah khair for the question, very interesting question. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa taught us, when you curse somebody, then it goes to one of the people. So when I curse you, and you are deserving of the curse, so it will fall then upon you, Allah forbid. And if you're not deserving of it, then it returns to me. The curse comes back to me. So it shows that it is a serious offense. Now you curse that person in the heat and in the anger of, you know, things and whatever you. 
but subsequently you realize that that was not the correct information, you must go to that person and ask them for forgiveness and say that therefore I am coming here because I was given the wrong information and therefore Quran Karim teaches us in Ja'akum Fasikum Binabain Fatabayanu when people who are open sinners and transgressors come to you with news information, first you must verify it before we amplify it, before we start broadcasting it and mentioning. So therefore go to the person and ask them for forgiveness. Ustad, we go to your hometown. He says from Heidelberg. Honorable Muftisab, we want to know, is it, is it impermissible to use black herbal hair dye? And when Muftisab is visiting Heidelberg, inshallah. I was in Heidelberg on Saturday last week, mashallah. I read Zohar Salat, they came from the airport and mashallah, I was there, met the family, went graveyard and then we came back here to Lens, alhamdulillah. Okay. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw the father of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu arda Abu Quhafa and his hair was gone grayish whitish that is Abu Quhafa he also embraced Islam his sahabi radiallahu so Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told him shape change the color of your hair the grayish whitish meaning apply dye which taribus sawad but abstain from blackish dye so black dye is not permissible for male for female whether it is dye whether it is mendi henna so that is not permissible to use on our hair and our head when it is black in color other colors would be permissible so that is the fatwa regarding that issue this incident is mentioned in sahih muslim authentic hadith compilation Ustad, we go to Kwaduguza this morning, Mufti Saab, if uh, this is brother Dawood, if the Muazzin called the Maghrib Azan before the Maghrib start time, but the Salah was performed in the correct time, will the Salah be valid, Ustad? The Salah will be valid, but the people, the trustees, the Imam who know that this happened, they must ensure that the Azan is repeated after the sunset. So if the Muazzin, maybe his watch was fast or whatever you, so he gave Adhan before sunset time, five minutes or so, so that Adhan is null and void. So that Adhan had to be repeated, and after that the Maghrib Salat, remember, must be performed. But if the Adhan was given before time, the Maghrib Salat was read on time, so the Salat is done, but remember still the community would be guilty of a sin. It is as though as you read your Salat without uh, an Adhan. And remember that is incorrect. So therefore in future, always make sure, therefore, well, Mu'adhinun you need a Mu'adhin. Obviously he made a mistake that we all make mistakes, but you need a Mu'adhin who's very, very particular and meticulous he knows the exact time and so forth so obviously if his first time made mistake and all that then it's mistake but if it's happening continuously then have somebody to guide the muazzin ustad we go to Clarksdorf. somebody wants to know please translate the verse and why are the ulama not doing this sunnah of nabi karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verse number 3. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala says, Fankihu, you the men get married, ma tawba lakum, ma ahalla lakum. What is halal for you and what you are attracted to? Minan Nisa, the women, masna wasulasa waruba. You can take two wives at one time, not two sisters, two wives. And wasulasa and three wives or four wives waruba. But the Quran doesn't stop there. The Quran goes on. فَإِنْ خِفْتُمْ أَلَّا تَعْدِلُوا فَوَاحِدًا If you fear you cannot do justice, then you only get married to one wife at a time. So today, if you put a hundred Muslim men in any country, so you will see 70, 75, 80, 85, 90% of them, they are not doing justice. So remember, to have two wives, three wives, four wives is appealing to the desires but the practicality of it is very, very difficult. So therefore, in the Zamana, first thing we ask the people, are you doing justice to your first wife? You will find many of them are not doing that. So where are you going to do justice to both wives? Second is, do you have the financial capacity and means? You are asking why the ulama are not doing that. Most of the ulama are getting paid peanuts. So how do you expect them to take two wives and three wives and four wives? If you're going to pay them 50000 40000 then they'll take. But they're getting paid 5000 10000 So what's going to happen then? So you must remember that you need to look at the practicality of it as well. And then third one, that remember, I know uh, so many people, my friends, family, when they ask me, I say, just forget it, bye. You can't even make justice with your salat. Read your five daily salat on time. Where are you going to make justice with your wives? So remember, it is permissible, provided the person has the financial capacity and the person can do justice. And the truth of the matter is, 80-90% of the Muslim men of today we're speaking about, they cannot fulfill their justice. Hmm. Ustad, we go to Freyheid uh, this uh, Wednesday morning, uh, Mufti Sapa, uh, all the uh, radio stations were there. Please come and visit Freyheid. Uh, this is from a listener, anonymous sister. I am not sure whether the flame was containing blood from the night before, since my saliva had no traces of blood, Ustad. Does this nullify my fast or not, Ustad? Remember that, inshallah, we got Freyheid on our list. So, inshallah, we will visit Freyheid, inshallah, during 2019. Allah, Allah make Amin. it easy. That you were fasting and the phlegm went down, meaning it didn't come out. It was in your mouth and went down. So, remember, your fast is valid. So, there's no problem with that. Do not allow the waswasa and whisperings of shaitan to get the better of you. That is the function of the shaitan and Satan. You waswisufi sudurin nas minal jinnati wan nas. That is, they want to bring about doubt, suspicion in your minds, in your hearts. So we must read, Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falak, Qul a'udhu bi rabbil nas, a'udhu billahi min shaitan rajim. This is the defense mechanism we have to repel the assault and suspicion suspicion of shaitan Ustad, we go to chipata this uh, wednesday morning zambia muftis up hope you are in the best of health i really need to know what is the authenticity of reading surah turad and surah yasin for someone who is the last moment of his life sakarat ustad 
Alhamdulillah, with Allah Ta'ala's mercy, fadl, grace, your du'as, we are very, very well. Regarding Surah Yasin, the hadith is mentioned in Mustanda Ahmad, Abu Dawood, Ibn Majah, and remembered Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi said, Iqra Yasin ala mawtakum, read Surah Yasin for your deceased. So this has two connotations and two interpretations. One is the person, my father, mother, two brothers have passed away. So I read Surah Yasin. I make dua, Allah grant them Jannatul Firdaus. We make dua for all the entire Ummah and Muslimah who passed away. So that is totally jai, is permissible. There's no problem with that according to all four schools. Second translation interpretation is, now read Surah Yasin for your dead, for your deceased. So does these people that we are there and we can see they are in Sakarat. So you read Surah Yasin, totally permissible because it makes Khuruju Ruh easy, meaning that it makes the Ruh coming out much easier for that person who's on the verge of passing away and leaving this world. So yes, totally permissible. Surah Ra'ad, there is no authentic hadith, but it is amal of pious people. They said that you should read Surah 13 as well, because all Allah, Jalla special mercy will come to that person when he is in halatun niza'ah. Niza means that the ruh is the soul, the spirit is in a comfort zone. The malaika have come, malakul maut, with his entourage, and they are extracting the ruh. So now the tussle and conflict is going on, and therefore you will see the people are perspiring, sweating at that time. For the Muslim it is Rahmah, and for the non-Muslim it is Adab, the Sahadis, Bulughul Maram, Ishkar Sharif. So nevertheless you will find that the people normally perspire because the tussle is going on. So when you read Surah Yasin, Surah Rad, then the Ruh comes out much more easy. So that is why the ulama have recommended it yes it is permissible who said we go to margate uh, some uh, it says if someone consumes alcohol and after that drinks water or tea and then drinks water from the bottle is that water from the bottle pure as the person after alcohol has consumed tea this is dada from margate dada mashallah good question that the first we must know alcohol all intoxicants are haram in islam kullu muskirin khamrun wa kullu khamrin haram mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam said all intoxicants are haram and not permissible ma askara kathiruhu fa qalilu haram what intoxicates in large quantities even one drop of it also is haram and not permissible all these hadith in mishkat sharif you will find now, when a person takes this alcohol, listen to the wa'id and warning. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man sharib al-khamra, whosoever took this alcohol, Allah forbid. Lam yaqbalillahu lahu salatan arba'ina sabaha. For 40 days his salat will not be accepted, meaning he will not get the maximum optimum reward. Also in Mishkat Sharif. It doesn't mean he mustn't perform salat, he must make more salat and ask Allah for forgiveness. Now this person drank alcohol. After that he drank tea and water, water, tea, coffee. And thereafter he gives you that bottle or container. Can you drink from there? No, you can't drink from there. Because you must remember the traces of alcohol are still there or there is fear of contamination. So therefore all this is not permissible. 
Now you will see in the plane, in the aeroplane and so forth nowadays, that they are serving alcohol to ABC person. Then we ask for water or juice. But you will see nowadays they use plastic glasses. So they just disposable. They just throw it away. It's not used twice. For this very reason, because people are Muslims and they know that Muslims will definitely object and say that we cannot use that glass there where the alcohol was served and then you put in the same glass water for us and so forth or juice. So they got this disposable business. So that's very good. So we don't have to fear the contamination. Ustad, someone is asking here that uh, my son is in matric, but he is always tired. What can he read to strengthen his memory, Ustad? Yesterday, one person met me and told me something similar. So I told him, and I'm telling your beloved son, read Ya Kawiyu, Ya Kawiyu, Ya Kawiyu abundantly. Second one, my son, my brother, stay away from vices. Take the TV and throw it right outside. And remember, these girls and all that, maybe you're tuning them up. And because we're in matric, you know, yesterday we had the question, the brothers say everybody got a cheek, but I don't have a cheek. You understood? So today's amana is considered the norm. Haram is considered normal, Allah forbid. Mm. So stay away from that, and then your memory will be enhanced. Tomorrow is the first of Jumad al-Ukhra in South Africa Thursday. So Thursday night, my brother, you want a good, retentive, powerful memory. So tomorrow night, Thursday night after Maghrib, after Isha, anytime convenient for you, read Surah Yasin. Then Surah Dukhan, Surah 44, in the 25th Supara of the Noble Quran. And then Surah Alif Lam Mim Sazda. This is the sequence Nabi alayhi salatu salam taught us. And the fourth one, Surah Mulk, the hadith is mentioned in Tirmidhi, when Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala came and said he's suffering a weak memory. So Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa gave him this prophetic pres- pres- prescription for a powerful memory. Sayyidina Ali says, after that, I should not forget. So try all this, stay away from haram, read Ya Qawiyyu and the Asma'ul Husna, the 99 names of Allah, and third one, Thursday night, Laylatul Jumu'ah, read the four surahs, Surah Yasin, Surah Dukhan, Surah Alif Lamim Sazda, and Surah Mulk, you'll become a good Hafiz and Alim, inshallah. Ustad, it's uh, five minutes after five, uh, Central African time. Ustad, your program, inshallah? Inshallah, today, 10 o'clock, uh, today, 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock, inshallah, 11 to 12, we have the bliss of marriage, so mashallah, all of you can listen to that, and it will be on Sirius FM and on Barqa Sahaba, and then 5 past 1 to half past 1, inshallah, today we start the 27 Jews of the Noble Quran, yesterday we finished and completed the 26 Jews, Mona Arafat, that was my last sabak, the 26 Jews. Yeah, when I finished, you know, 50 years ago. So, so you must remember, when I finished Hamim, 26, uh-huh. just Islamically, 50 years ago. Ya Allah. So, so you, when I completed Hibs, so you can understand all the barakah, Allah Ta'ala's mercy, our honorable Ustad, Hafiz Ibrahim Limalia, Hafizullah. Uh-huh. So all this, the mercy of Allah, so we'll start the 27 Jews of, of Allah Ta'ala's mercy, and that will be on Radio Ansar and Marqas Sahaba and Hapas 1 to 2 inshallah will be Surah Anfal so that is from Hapas 1 to 2 so inshallah make dua for us and Ameen. the Ummah at large Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh